Oh, look at this. I, got, I forgot how to work this thing. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, back. We are cooking with oil. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back. Holy cow. It's been a long time, boys. Hello. And girl. Thank you for Is acknowledging it us me. you're looking for? Man, I... Can you see it in your eyes? I missed this song. Man, I just, that is one of the best songs I miss out there. it. So I'll much. do it again. Do it again. All right. Ah, man. Welcome right. to Season Dose. We made it. Who, who thought we were going to be this far? I didn't. Nobody did. I, everyone no. I've talked to is like, <laughs> you guys aren't coming back. You guys aren't coming back from Season 1. <laughs> yeah. So You know who you are. Um, if everything goes well, when we, we edit this thing well and it actually makes it out, um, we did it. We made it to season we two. We made it to season two. This might be the only episode in season two, but we did it. Right. We made it there. That's <laughs> we're that, here. that was that was our whole goal in life. Last time you saw us, we were on the back stairs. Mm. That's right. We were. And uh, we didn't know what was going to happen. We did not. But now, now we're here for we're, you. We're back with the back stairs podcast. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Missed those words. Um, Aaron, man. what have you been up to? Well, I was, I was just going to say... Uh, we should probably, you know, this is a new season. Maybe new new fans. Maybe they're not going to even look at first season. Another, um, sorry, I'm having like multiple thoughts. So I was like, I was, I was just saying, maybe we should introduce ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm Aaron. Um, I, Aaron. I have the orange mic. Can we introduce each other? Oh, I feel like that's already kind of a tradition around here is that we right. give each other, give people terrible intros. Mm. Okay. Okay. Nothing against you because your <laughs> intros are great. I, but the I, guy I, that's talking the whole time that you're trying to introduce somebody is a schmuck. So you're beautiful and you're talented and you're beautifully talented. Beautifully talented. Aaron. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. I'm going to start with Aaron. All right. Okay. You introduce Aaron. Aaron Schofield, known to some as a designer and others as a lover. Very few of that. <laughs> How many? <laughs> He's a lover of designing. Uh. He's multifaceted, multi-talented, and has recently started to show those talents off on stage, including his second annual presentation of his skills on stage uh, on the UPA stage. For those who don't know, Oxford Hills Music Performing Arts Association. He just coming off of the second uh, production of his lifetime as Leaf Coney Bear in the twenty fifth annual Pentagon Spelling Beats, and he's great, and he's beautifully talented, and beautiful and talented, and Aaron Schofield. That's a long intro. Wow. It was. It was. It was a little messy. Listen, I was trying to show my appreciation and love for you, and all you did was smack it. I appreciate it. I mean, I he just, definitely, he was definitely showing love there. I feel like you need to introduce me now and All right. everyone's going to see what type how, of... How it's done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron, so who do we, we have? Ladies and gentlemen. Who is it? Um, one of my closest, dearest friends, some may say best friend, John Potter. <laughs> who He would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Has not only graced us with his presence on stage... Uh, but recently behind the stage as a producer. Oh, brother. Which, talking beforehand, said he absolutely loved it. He did love he's, it. He's like, he loved a, it. A 10 out of 10. Of it. A 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. would recommend. Yes. He's going to produce every show for the rest he, of time. Yeah, he, he is. He's, he's he is executive producer laureate. Yes. He's, he's decided to part? retire from being on stage. Man, this is getting kind of long, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the exact amount of time. John Potter. Thank you. Cue applause. Wow. Dang it. 
That was amazing. <laughs> Scott, would you like to introduce our executive producer? I feel like uh, I should I introduce like. oh, wait a Scott you first. Go last. Nope. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Next, we have a man, a myth, a legend, a guy with a face for radio and a voice for television. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. A guy with a killer Scottish accent and an even more killer mustache. What about those loins? Those loins, Fiona. Oh, Fiona. See? Oh, sorry. Season two audience. (laughs) You don't know that yet. You had to be there. (laughs) You'll catch up. We have the one, the only, the talented Scott Parsons. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what about those it. loins? <laughs> those loins, they are burning for ya, Fiona. <laughs> oh, you get, you man. get nothing. You mm. like it, but yes, I'm back, and, and now I don't know what accent I'm talking with. Yeah, all right. It's so happy to be back here, and we're, now we're gonna introduce our executive producer, who, our amazing. That's, Spec- that's the spectac- word I was looking for. Yeah. Spectacular. Uh-huh. Talented. <laughs> and? Beautiful. Oh. oh. Wow. Beautifully talented. I knew that was coming. Oh, Jesus. She's got talent and beauty to spare. Scott's on brand. Yes, absolutely. Who is it? She is the one. Mm. The only. Mm. The incredible. Do you like the silence? <laughs> the spectacular Janelle Ray. Ah. Aaron, can we edit some of that out and post? <laughs> Don't worry. <I'll>, right. <laughs> this is gonna take two seconds for. <laughs> no, he's gonna he's gonna double the length of the pauses in between. Yes. <laughs> the only problem is that video is forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I can edit a video also. No, mm. no, no. Um. So, uh. Scott, um, Aaron, you're you're here, um, and uh, I'm glad that you're back, and not the character that you were playing. That the character was um, that quite- was something. I I, I don't know. It, is it your guys' fault? I th- I I kind yeah, of feel maybe, like you guys are maybe, to blame. Maybe we should we should this. we should step back and just for for those who haven't listened to our previous two episodes we were talking about auditioning um and we were trying uh, we asked each other if we were auditioning for a 25th annual spelling bee uh and scott was the only one that said no no i'm not doing it and um if i remember correctly you did it yeah pretty sure yes yeah yeah i did i did the mm-hmm. show what, what made you change your mind well i mean you guys for one Kristen for the the number, fourth friend of the podcast number one, number one fan Kristen Searles number one fan uh, director of the show um, wanted me to do the show uh, were you paid it, it, because it kind of seemed it, like you were yes <laughs> well you know quite handsomely I should say as well <laughs> it was it was yeah it was fun it was a chance to do some character work not something I was really thinking of at the time Mm. But uh, what, once I got an idea of the character, I says, "Oh, okay, this is this is something good. You should you should do this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I wasn't 
totally on board with it but i said you're gonna get something out of this so yeah great i did it and Mm. and regret it or no 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 absolutely not i don't regret it um it was a lot of fun a lot of struggle a lot of uh there was some pain in there yeah um it was it was not easy but it was a great learning experience so Mm. i mean i would recommend that yeah anytime Mm. so yeah we uh we razz you about your age but really i mean you're the 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 age difference between you and other people in shows is not not usually as big as the one with this show for the most part it was from beginning to end it was there was a separation from from the whole group i mean Mm -hmm. usually when we do a show we we get that camaraderie going yeah and at the beginning i had no music to do Mm because i wasn't singing any Mm-hmm. Uh, you weren't I went, dancing. I, I wasn't. I didn't have any choreography to do because I wasn't dancing. Yeah. Uh, so you know, and that's usually the first stuff we're working on. So I'm not around much. So I'm not getting to to uh, you know connect with you guys like I usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went on vacation for a week, which was already planned ahead of time. And you know, I. Right. You know, I told them that like, well, I have this vacation planned. I got to I got to go on that because it costs a lot of money to go on vacation. Mm. <laughs> um, so, but it was like right after that, when I got back from vacation, then we really got into blocking. We really got into working on the show. Yeah. And I really got in, you know, I said after my vacation, then, you know, I had an idea of how I wanted my character to look. So I wanted to go with that. <laughs> and 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 just let it go from there so uh yeah from the time i got back from my vacation it was it was doug panch time mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll throw up a, now that we're recording we now, now, now that we're recording our our podcast um we'll, we'll throw up a, a photo of, of you because <laughs> i'd be prudent to throw like a before and after <laughs> like when he put the picture on of him fully you know cleaned mm-hmm. up and yeah it's quite the transformation (laughs) i usually i get really upset when people take a vacation in the middle of a show like i've been in some shows where the lead just like disappears for two weeks and i get mad but scott you came back like charged and ready and it was like that was the moment yeah and so i wasn't upset at all i was like you go take vacations scott have fun (laughs) and that was kind of i mean i wasn't supposed to be connected to you guys Mm -hmm. yeah and that must have fed into the character yeah i think it was i think it was um helpful for that you know i wasn't supposed to connect with you guys because we weren't connected in the show Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i wasn't supposed to understand your love for spelling i'm like it, that was all foreign to me mm-hmm. so Nerd. staying away from that yeah that definitely helped it was hard you know because i want to be part of the crowd you know mm-hmm. I, I love that and i love being part of it and being in on the inside jokes and i didn't miss out much on that but no no but it was it was hard at first it was hard through the whole thing i struggled with the look because my ego didn't like it but uh i'm a better i'm a better actor for it i think mm-hmm. because you know i really learned some stuff there and i yeah. i know what i want to do better next time mm-hmm. yeah no that's that's a very interesting because you you went with a mustache for 
um, Doug Panch mm-hmm. and like a little bit of like a comb over greasy <laughs> look, um, which you looked fantastic. You did. It, it was some of the best like looking character. Majestic, really. <laughs> um, yeah. Even down to your costume, your mm-hmm. shirt being oh. just like a lit, like a smidge too small on you. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it just everything was perfect. The I mean, big the, tacky mustard tie. When yeah. you when you did the Matt Foley. Yeah, heat yourself back up. Oh my gosh! There was definitely Matt Foley in there. There was uh, 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 my brother always told me about a an old uh, school teacher he had, and uh, there was a little bit of him because my brother tends to tell stories multiple times. (laughs) Uh, You know, I've so I've heard the same story many times, and so I had a little bit of this high school teacher that he always told me about in him and and uh yeah and he saw it too he told me later that he saw that (laughs) so that was that was nice um but really the only time i loved the character was when i was playing the character Mm, for the shows yeah Otherwise, otherwise, I was like, uh, "Give yeah. me away!" Give he's me away supposed to ick you out, though, and yeah. I, I think that at his core, he's kind of icked out with himself. So I think yeah. him giving you that feeling probably only helped your character. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thought. I yeah, like there's it. some self-loathing in that. Yeah, in that guy. For in, sure. the, in that fashion sense. <laughs> In oh, the man. fashion sense. Uh, yeah, fashion sense. Fashion, fashion sense, for fashion. sure. Yeah, no, like we were talking earlier, like you, you did the mustache and you the comb over um, and you had to wear it into your life. Like yeah. Your day-to-day thing. Yeah. And I... I but yeah, people didn't understand. What, <laughs> what, the, what the heck are you doing? All the like, Zoom well, meetings. I, I, I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing Zoom meetings at work and, you know, I, I have a professional life that I have to get into. <laughs> And I'm looking like Doug Panch. Well, I think my people want to know. Your boss, right? Didn't like you very much. My boss hated it. <laughs> what he what about... Like, he, he, every time he saw me, he's like, I, I, I can't deal with this. You know, I can't deal with this look. <laughs> What'd your lady I said, think? What, what did Kathy she, think? You know, the other boss. Kat, Kathy didn't like it much either. <laughs> oh, Doug. She, she did not like the Doug Panch look. Huh. She she was like, how much, how much longer you got to do this for? <laughs> She was she she was not a fan. <laughs> no, I, I had and I guess it's that's yeah. better than than the opposite. I don't know. She likes Doug Panch now better than she likes me. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I want you to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I went baby face. I was like, speaking of which, we yeah. have the exact opposite. Yeah, and it was a uh, it was. I think I was trying to narrow it down. But I think it was like. I think the last eight years, ten years. I think I, I don't think I've shaved since we've been married. Not completely, yeah. baby. Yeah. So that's that's eight years at least. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it was right. it was, it was a I've shock. Seen you, I think I've seen you without a beard, mm-hmm. but there's been a big mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's like one of the like first times, like for me. So there's. There was a lot of people that I met or that saw me for the first time without facial hair. And they were like, you should tell this story. Oh. About <laughs> so my, my, uh, I get to, uh, the, off my office early and, um, I'm sitting in like, we have like a little waiting room area and I'm sitting there doing some work on my phone and my boss walks in and he's like, Oh, can I help you? As, as I was, I was thinking, he was like joking around 
in the I was like, no, no, I'm good. And he's like, is the is the secretary helping you? I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. Just sitting here. <laughs> and he's like, are you sure? And he starts walking over to me. He's like, oh my gosh, Aaron. <laughs> like, had no idea it was me for like a solid like minute and a half. It was just like this like conversation of like, are you sure you don't need some help? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, man. So. So that kind of makes me think of Zach. Or, uh, Efron? No. Oh. Galifianakis? No. Zach that just joined us in Spelling Bee. Oh, um, Zach Balcom. Yes, Zach, who uh, our new friend that just joined us. Shout uh, out to you, open. Zach, if you're Shout listening. Shout out, Zach. Yeah. And Karen. Hello, Karen. Oh, Karen. But uh, Zach, when I, when I first came back from the vacation, that's when I shaved, right. had the mustache showing, and started to part the hair. And everybody's commenting on it. And Zach, not knowing me because it's his first show with us, he's like, oh, is this for the show? <laughs> <laughs> and somebody com- somebody commented that, uh, no, oh, no, he always looks like that. And I was like, well, he doesn't know. He didn't know. So, right. you know, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But That's yeah. fair. So, Aaron, we've, we've talked a lot about Lancelot, of course. Yes. But this was a much different experience than Lancelot. It must have been. Yep. Yeah, huge. There were some recurring themes. He spoke French mm-hmm. in true. both shows. Yeah. And he did he it glided much better in, in the second on one. On something. He did. He he glided yeah. as a uh, ethereal uh, being. Yeah. Um, and there, you know, there were God cameos in both shows that Aaron was present for. I, in both shows, I had to play a gay guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was a definite callback with the coming in on the skateboard as to. As uh, Jesus and it, then. It, and, and the. Uh, Tim, the enchanter. Tim enchanter. Yeah, it definitely had a, the same energy, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a it was a fun show. Um, it uh it's, it's interesting looking back on your first experience and then your second experience, like the comparing the two of them and yep. things that I liked about the first show that I didn't like about the second show and vice mm-hmm. versa. Um, but but overall, I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. I had a blast. Um, my character um, was is like a, a redheaded homeschooler. Um, that is just super energetic. Uh, and growing up, I was a partially redheaded uh, homeschooler. Uh, that's super is, energetic. Can, it, can, it, can I ask, what is partially redheaded? I, I, my hair on my head is brown. But, but my, everywhere else, it's red. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. No, it's like my, my beard is red. Cause, um, well, I get that. I'm, I, I've got kind of the same thing. Yeah. But basically, I felt like I was raised as like a uh, a stepchild. It's like, it's like a redheaded ch- stepchild. <laughs> no, because um, so, you were definitely not a stepchild to your father. No, no. they're no. identical. Nobody, they're nobody the same. Would think that. No. Um, but no, it's the the way I would get into character each night is, um, or like how I develop my character. I uh, I just 
took all the the things that we block as adults like all the the impulses all the the oh i i should act like i'm interested right now type of like things that we do i shouldn't pick my nose right now i shouldn't like all these things that we do as an adult to look like an adult i just shut off (laughs) and so like it really honestly wasn't acting it was just like becoming who i really am primal aaron yes like the you strip back all the adult in me and it's just that's who i was Mm. for the show so i really didn't notice any difference (laughs) (laughs) that's good i like that comment (laughs) thanks yeah yeah i had a blast watching you especially Mm. in your first show even though it was musical we really didn't get to see no singing chops and you were bummed about that i remember you being so bummed Mm. yeah like my my uh the only solo that i had in uh in spam a lot was my name is lancel all right we can't do any more than that for and that that's copyright i had we don't own the rights i had like a 30 second little thing can i get a redacted um and but but this show i had two full songs mm-hmm. yeah. by myself and they were rangy songs too. i mean you had to belt really high notes yep. and and i hit every one of them perfectly <laughs> you did you did really great i think you impressed a lot of people with your singing yeah. it's I've, not easy to do that kind of stuff and it's not easy yep. to sing. it's not inherent for people to be able to sing and act at the same time and you were your character so the whole time. Yeah. It, it, like the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. not only the last couple of years, just going through what the world's gone through, I've found myself being a little more, if it was even possible, a little more sentimental. But the first time watching you sing it, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I probably had a tear in my eye. It was, yeah. you killed it. And uh, thank you. Yeah, just very proud of oh, yeah. what you were able to do on stage. The first time that he sang it, the first time you sang it in a rehearsal, I cried. But I cry oh, every time that sings. Guys. <laughs> I mean, I, didn't, I had a tear. I, didn't, I actually are, cried. You so guys are fine. sappy. I, well, I, I never cried when you said it. I enjoyed it, but I, it, that one did make me cry. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> you was, it, was that pants? <laughs> if you would have been in Scott no. mode, would you have cried? <laughs> No, I don't think so. Was it the mustache? No. Did it get in the way? Mm. No. Yeah, maybe it was the baby face. I, did, I didn't <laughs> care for. I don't know. I don't know. It was. It was. It, yeah. He did great. I just. Thank it you. Wasn't that yeah. sentimental? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't like a touching Nailed song. It. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. You were perfect for that part. Yeah, and we found out that you can fit in a locker. Yeah. As <laughs> a grown man, mm-hmm. figure that mm-hmm. out. Um, the uh, my other favorite thing was uh. Uh, I, I grew a love for wigs. <laughs> you do love a good wig. <laughs> Your love, love for wigs started earlier than that. Yeah, though. that's true. But there's just something about it. Like, was it a birthday party? It was yeah, at so, uh, yeah. our friend Carrie Anna's 30th. Oh, she yeah. had a, a dance Disco themed theme. party and he went as Barry Gibb and danced the night away in, in the same wig that he wore for Jesus. It was uh, a blonde 
Blonde Jesus. And not only did he dance the night away, was but it, our wives it? actually left the party and we continued <laughs> yes. to stay there, Aaron and I <laughs> dancing with our wives leaving the party. Yes. So I, yeah, he, he I, I think I danced for like a solid five hours. Five hours. It was five, five hours. Straight. And his eyes did not leave. It was at a dance studio and his eyes did not leave the mirror the entire time. He just watched. I mean, it is himself. fun to watch yourself in a mirror. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not. But you're but, dancing? But yeah. It's just, you're just yeah, like. White You suit. looked good and oh you knew gosh. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was great. Yeah. So your love of wigs. Yes. Continues. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, you you killed your role Thank in Spelling you. Bee. So. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I think the other cool part is that you were able to finally, I mean, like, I think it was with, uh, with Spamalot, you didn't really interact with Janelle too much on stage. We didn't, we hardly interacted for this one. No. I, well, yeah. he gave you a big hug. Well, yes. And the hug was one of those things where I was like, you should hug me because I wanted you to hug me. Like, you know, it just, it, it worked out that way. But like our characters did not have a single scripted line together. We had to find moments where they could kind of connect. He uh, gave me Pokemon cards or showed me his cool rock a few times. Yeah. That's not code for anything. (laughs) I told Kristen one night, I was like, I want, I want him when you guys went in for the hug, Mm -hmm. I wanted I wanted him to like, you know, dip you, you and give you give you a big kiss. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. But I, I never mentioned It would have been funny, you. but kind of I think the, it would have it would have fit yeah. you. It wouldn't have fit me. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe the last show we'd mm, do that, but no. we had other shenanigans the last show. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> but uh so Janelle, you you played um Olive Ostrovsky. Yeah. No, she did not play Olive Ostrovsky. She became? Janelle became Olive Ostrovsky. Which is a very sad character to become. (laughs) Yeah. She's like the saddest, I think, out out of the the lot. Uh, uh, Yes and no. I think that there's an inherent uh, hopefulness underneath the sad... uh, life situation that she finds herself in she's yeah. she's definitely the heroine of the show yes i think mm-hmm. like the drug sure. mm-hmm. no yes. like oh. a hero oh the female oh, okay. hero heroine okay not 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 the shooting it up okay. mm-hmm. Sorry. stuff i think what was really unique about your role and the way that you portrayed it was that we have that the sadness but you always managed to keep up the even in like the the I love you song, which is supposed to be it is supposed to be sad and mm-hmm. gut wrenching. I mean, you still had that naive, um, not carefree, but um, whimsical mm. uh, tone still in that. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, uh, I you and I had spoken back and forth a little bit about mm-hmm. that song and the way you were and. I don't know how you did it, but at one point I could pick up on like five different feelings and mm-hmm. emotions. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you were just able to maintain that through the majority. I don't know the whole show, but you were able to maintain that in some parts where you shouldn't have been able to. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah. I, I saw, cause I got to watch you guys from my vantage point and you were never out of character ever. Yeah. Ever, 
ever out of character. Mm-hmm. You, you know, every facial expression, everything you did was in character mm-hmm. on point for what was going on at the moment. Thank you. And it was, yeah, I, I stand yeah. in awe. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time, um, with like i don't think it took me very long to find like the voice of the character per se but i spent a lot of time um figuring out like what her tics would be you know and and just sitting there and like trying to feel it in my posture and like you know i tried the hair twirling and it felt too it felt too nervous and i felt like the fidget leg and there were some moments where that worked for the character but for the most part i had to just like find her in the way that i held my hands and you know just every i tried to get every aspect of my body to feel like the character and i think that that helped a lot yeah 100%. My favorite line in the whole show was one that you added, and I'll set you up for it, and hopefully <laughs> it was uh, uh, Mr. Schofield once got lost in his own backyard. Oh, that's easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> Killed me every time. Thank I thought it was hilarious. Uh, it, it showed like you, it showed all of off perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, and we, you, you talked a little bit. Well, no, you didn't talk a little bit. You gave us a glimpse. Do we air that clip? We did, yeah. Okay. Of you we just did. going over what the I Love You song meant to you. Yeah. But did you get any feedback? Because, uh, I mean, you must have had feedback from people that n- had seen that originally. I mean, it's clearly a mind, it, mind-blowing. I mean, the three yeah. of you together yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, we actually got um, a little mini standing ovation on night one for it, which like... Oh, really? Yeah, I mean... I didn't know that. Did you really not? Know that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were joking. No. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't yeah. Um, and like it was hard in that moment to not be like, ah, oh, thank you. You know, like, but um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people from the original production that we did that from made their way out to see the show. And, and that was very special to me to see them in the audience being able to kind of see it come to fruition. But, um, yeah, I, I think overall, like Scott, you were saying, the I Love You song is kind of an outlier in the show mm. a little bit. It feels other. It feels outside of the show. And I think that that works because it's it's a dream sequence. Yeah, right. Mainly. Yeah. It's, it is fantastical. Um, so, yeah, and I, I think that um, it, it touched a lot of people. Um, I had a lot of people tell me that it brought up memories from childhood which i was like i'm so sorry for you (laughs) you know but i think we can all in a way relate to being that kid that maybe was lonely and and wished for friends or maybe you you were a kid that didn't have super attentive parents or everybody as a child experienced longing in some way and i think that um you can you can find something to relate to there yeah no, it's, it's, I, um, we, we started dating when you did that song for the mm-hmm. first time around. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I don't know if it was just like being 10 years younger and just, or 12 years younger now, whatever. 12, yeah. And it's just, it, I didn't get it. I was like, yeah, this is a really beautiful song. Like mm-hmm. the really tight harmonies and like the music, yeah. the, the music in the background, like of a song is like very uplifting and beautiful, like fun. And, but the, the lyrics are very like sad and yeah. like, 
like longing and stuff. So it's, it's a very like interesting, complex, beautiful song. But then you add in like the, the subtext of like, you know, her dad is like kind of checked out her mom's in India way checked out. Yeah. And so you have like this song where she's just like, I just want to pretend like my parents love me mm-hmm. for a little bit. And it's like, it's just beautiful. And like, I cried, like mm-hmm. realizing like all these layers and all these things. It's right. And you cried every night. I did. <laughs> I I had to avoid. I had to free because I had to be frozen when you guys did that song. Yeah. And I had to make sure my head was turned away mm-hmm. and I could focus on something else because right. I couldn't because I had that quick line. Right. Correct. I did hear you crack a couple there was times. A, there was a few times I did, but I yeah. had to avoid it and try to think about other mm-hmm. things because I would have cracked every single time because yeah. it was so, yeah, so powerful mm-hmm. and so emotional. Mm-hmm. It was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aaron, to speak on that, I feel that the, in Rolls of Lifetime, we didn't get that no context. And yes, the song was sad. We felt, but mm-hmm. with the show, Olive, for the most part, is a happy kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In what you are happy about, you are you are genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can get excited about the spelling be such something something so small. Yeah. And you could find joy in the dictionary, like a, mm-hmm. a stupid thing in most people's eyes. Of like, how could you find joy in that? And yet you have this genuinely heartbreaking, gut-wrenching yeah. backstory. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it adds so much more emotion to that song. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, nuts. the song itself is kind of the unraveling point for her in the yeah. show. And it yeah. happens at an unraveling point for a lot of characters. Like, yeah, you, Panch had a huge yeah. meltdown right before. And Logan, one of the other spellers, kind of has like a big emotional breaking point. And then there's this underscore that's almost like the, the Jaws theme song that's happening right beforehand. Dun, like dun. a da 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 And so you just feel this like tension kind of building and then the i love you song is like the big crescendo and then like the snap back to reality and like after that song she kind of is it's it just ends with the realization that she's alone and she has to do it herself because all the rest of the show she's had the hope that her father would show up in the audience and she looks out and he's just not there. Man, I'm starting to cry wow. thinking about it. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> my, one of my favorite parts is right after that, um, Zach gets up and it's his turn to spell. <laughs> and like his word is... What is Crepuscule. Crepuscule. And he says, crap what? <laughs> crap what? And the whole audience, it's amazing how quickly the audience would, that line just would snap the audience back into like, yeah. oh, this is a comedy. Yeah. Because, you know, there's not really a dry eye in the house after the I Love You song. And then that moment, it's such a a genius. They're so clever in the way that they wrote it because they knew exactly what the crowd would need in order to snap back into it to finish out the show. Right. It's like uh, the Hamilton. Can we get back to politics, please? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But could we just get back to the spelling? (laughs) Yep. Wow, you know. So we we talked about our experiences acting in a new show. Yeah, that you know we've been busy 
doing for the last few months, which is why we haven't done a podcast. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that, everybody. But our fourth member here did not act in the show. Mm. He produced it. Mm. One, One of the producers. So we need to find out. John, how was producing a show? Okay. I have two answers. Uh, Would you like the truth or would you like the... We want the hard-hitting news. We want the truth. Mm -hmm. Nothing Uh, but the the truth. I want the the fluffy one. Do you want the fluffy one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Honestly, producing was just one of those experiences that I'll never have again. Um, It really opened my eyes to the, the world of producing and the people that produce and just the process, you know, it really, it really gave me, um, some insight on Mm. what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, I am forever enriched because of the experience. Enriched. Wow. Wow. I like that. I liked that that too. That made me feel kind of fuzzy inside. So that was the whole truth. However, I um, think it was a load of crap. It wasn't. Because oh, I can okay. I can spin all of those into the negative reaction. That <laughs> all right, spill the tea, I, I Juan. Did, I did not have much fun uh, producing, and I I didn't have much. I didn't take a lot from the experience, and what I mean by that is I don't uh, like it. <laughs> I, I I just want to like <laughs> preface like you are a very passionate person, yes. and you are very you. Um, you feel really well. Like you, I, I feel like you, you feel what people are feeling. Uh, my empathy is on point. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> being on that side of things where you have to care, you have to help, you gotta help, you gotta be like, make sure people are healthy and loved and whatever, you know, the, all these things, um, and I think you realize like how much it takes and how much people don't do that. Mm. So you're right. You are right on point. Yeah. Uh, my, my thoughts going into it were um, my biggest thought. And I took this from spam law is how do I help Kristen yeah. succeed, succeed? Yeah. And then after I know that Kristen is succeeding, how can I help the cast support her in that role. Mm. I, I had a great manager when I was in high school who said we the store wasn't doing great. And she looked at all of us and she said, it is not my job to make sure you're doing your job. That seems like that would be a manager job. But deep down, it is my job to put money in the pocket of the owners. Mm. And your job is to help me do that. That is why you're here. You are ultimately here to help me put money into the pocket of the owners. And I need to do a job to help you do your job. And that goes the same for producing. And I, I, my goal going in again was to make Kristen's life easy and to make sure that the cast had the most enjoyable experience. And walking into that first, uh, and I'll just be candid because I've been candid with most people, uh, with the whole Oompa experience of being a producer, uh, there's a certain slate or stamp, I guess, for a first-time producer. And right there from the get-go, Junior was stamped right on it because it was my first show. Yep. 
And that was tough going into it because I felt like you have all of the responsibility and none of the the say the, the say behind it mm. yeah. or the respect of it. Uh, yeah, there was there was not it was not an enriching position. It was not, usually when you're a junior, you're treated like a junior. I wanted to you be know, taught as a different the, how to do it. Right. I wanted yeah. to. I wanted something to. I didn't want to be responsible for. <clears throat> And not saying I wanted to just be lazy and get by. I wanted to do the work, but I shouldn't have been a leader in that role because, again, I was learning. I was I should have been right. trained in that position. And, and this doesn't go against anyone, but it took the joy and the drive away from doing those mm-hmm. two things that I went into it for, which yeah. was to support Kristen and to make sure the cast was happy and supported. Mm-hmm. Um just from the very beginning, I mean, I uh, when it came to casting or um, you know some big choices in the show, I I tried to give my opinion and and just thinking coming from a director standpoint because I do have director experience, right? And and uh, and it was one of those times that oh well, <sighs> I guess it doesn't mean anything to be a producer, mm. and that was really tough. It was really tough to be yeah. responsible, but not you know not have any of the the say behind it and and that might just be because i wanted to <laughs> it might be because i have strong leadership quality or like i think i do i don't know but yeah. ultimately i didn't feel like i could do my job yeah and that was really stressful for me <clears throat> now that being said i mean we had some great successes as producers but we also had uh, a bunch of times where we fell short as a production crew. And I think that yeah. was, again, because of that whole junior. It got in the way right from the get-go. Mm. And uh, it was tough. Yeah. It was really tough. But th- at the end of it all, I feel like I can say I did whatever I could mm-hmm. to do my two jobs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Cr- now, Kristen felt supported. And she told me that she felt supported by me, and I, I felt I felt great about that. And I feel like I did whatever I could to make sure that the cast mm-hmm. had as much of a experience as I could have. Super proud of the crew and the cast, and everything went great. And the money side, I guess everything went well there too. I mean, yeah. I. Uh, but it was frustrating being friends and a spouse. Yeah, I bet of a cast yeah. and also being a producer. Yeah. And I don't, I just don't ever want to do it again. Mm. It was, it was not a, an experience that I envy. And, uh, yeah. But what I wanted to say with this is that even though my experience was, I didn't have fun. I've talked to maybe 10 people now that are producers that enjoy being producers Mm -hmm. and finding what they enjoy about the experience. Yeah. And there are a lot of great things to being a producer. People find it very rewarding, mm-hmm. and and I'm envious of them. Mm-hmm. But I did not find it fun at all. It's not so. for everybody, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it takes a special person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the four of us are performers. Um, Aaron, you're a performer, but you're also a tech guy. You you know a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. But I think we're performers, and I. Uh, and that doesn't always lead well, I think, to producing. Uh, I mean, I did. I decided to take 2019 to uh, to produce my 
myself to to try it out and i didn't have any fun with it mm-hmm. for sure um i mean we did godspell and i produced that and i i enjoyed it but it was not it was it, it wasn't fun it that was, was a rough show was, to produce say, you anyway. also couldn't be around a lot for that where your your schedule was so crazy the, mm-hmm. the schedule was crazy you had to fire someone <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i thought maybe i was going to get into the show <laughs> at one point um and it, 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 it was tough after coming off of four years of doing mm-hmm. a bunch of shows, you know, being in the in the, you know, the headlights, the limelight and and then all of a sudden, you know, being part of a show, but not mm. the glamour of it. It was it was a different experience. And yeah, and, and I didn't enjoy it either. Mm-hmm. Like like John. But I think I, I think that's because we love the performance part. I, I, you know, that's my, yeah. my opinion on it. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think, yeah. you know, you, but Aaron, you've, you've been behind the scenes more really than you have. I honestly like it better. I, but you, but you're so good at performing I, too. I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but there's something about just like making other people look good. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. it's so much fun. It's like making them look good and making them sound good and yep. making sure that the people that are um, having that presented to them, have, letting them have the best experience that they can. I, I think there's mm-hmm. so much fun just like troubleshooting all of that. Yeah. Well, that, it goes right off of my last comment about being a producer is that the joys I have, I have three little stories for each of you. Janelle. Being able to watch you with your because your father was a volunteer speller one of the nights, right? And just like to see <laughs> yeah. you on stage with your dad, mm-hmm. and to actually see you and Aaron and your dad yeah. dancing together was like, when is that ever yeah. going to happen again? The joy of being able to see him up there, right? Mm-hmm. And then Scott, you as Panch in the audience beforehand every night. I'm watching you from the little lobby area and. I, I said it before, but you weren't—you were not Scott. <laughs> it's was. like somebody took my friend away and replaced him with <laughs> that—a sleazy I mean, like that. grease ball. <laughs> that and uh, but, and then we had the the night when Camden got the nosebleed. Gosh, bleed. you were, you broke out into like a stand-up. Oh, routine. I had to. Oh my we gosh! Like, <laughs> everybody's downstairs dealing with Camden, and the crowd's just kind of sitting there. And I'm like, well, I guess I better do something. Mm-hmm. So. I just went out there and just improvised, <laughs> keeping them entertained, entertained yeah. I guess. But it was, and it was it, it was, was in character. Like, it was yeah. just awkward enough. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, because yeah. Panch wouldn't be like, you know, I don't know. It just, it no, was, it was, it was perfectly awkward. in character, perfectly, hilariously awkward. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. What's your moment for Aaron? So, Aaron's was very specific. You did so much little additional character work yeah to being leaf that and to be able to sit back and watch all of that and to know like what what you're not to slight you know your direction or anything like that but what you were given for that character and what you were able to produce Mm-hmm. was so rewarding and to see you not that you changed it much but you just like grew in that character night after night yeah i mean it was it, it was like i was your director i was feeling so proud of like the <laughs> the performance you gave mm-hmm. 
And then I think the last thing is I just wanted to say like, like I had the flu the last oh week. I know. And uh, and it was heartbreaking to not be there with you guys. And and uh, so my other producers must have stepped up to be able to fill those whatever slot I left. So I, I thought that was, you know, I owe it to them a little bit to whatever, you know, space they filled that I left. But it was really, I it was heartbreaking that I couldn't be there. Yeah. But... Yeah, but mm-hmm. then there was something and we missed you in the program. Oh, thanks. We missed you, but uh, Janelle did a fair yeah, job. Yeah, Janelle of kept my tradition up. She yeah. did. So yeah, John's. Well, it started during Godspell. We embraced like a '90s theme. I don't know why it's still going. Now, and uh, we did the the Mighty Ducks circle hype up thing, and it's now gone through three shows and i hope it keeps going yeah for jekyll yeah. and Hyde. well yeah. speaking of that yeah <laughs> that yeah. was announced yeah uh pretty cool so what is i think it's safe to say we're gonna keep it going yeah. tell through. tell the what people is, yeah, what what, is, what, what is this? this is well uh we have a pretty busy season for us it was announced that we have Very a pretty busy, busy season coming up next year for oompa and uh and the, the final show of the season is the musical Jekyll and Hyde. And Rachel, my wife and I, Rachel, are directing it together. She's going to music direct. I'm going to, but we're kind of co-directing it. And we're super, super excited. Yeah. It's, That's great. I'm, I'm so stoked for people to see our vision of it. We already have a very strong vision. We've already kind of gotten to work on like learning tracks and everything. We're just mm-hmm. very, very excited to, to knock great. it out of the park. That's great. And uh, I don't know. I'm just, it was different with Godspell. Yeah. Right. Because I kind of feel that everyone going to Godspell <sighs> had maybe a little bit of hesitation walking into that. Yeah. It's a religious, it has religious factors. It's uh, for Oompa people. They're looking in. These are two new directors for, mm-hmm. uh, you walk into the set and it's, you know, an alleyway. Mm-hmm. There's just so many different, you walk into that feeling, a certain feeling. No one is going to know what to do with Jekyll and Hyde. I feel it's, the show is not like the story that we're used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the feelings are not what we're going to be used to. And then our vision for the show is just mm-hmm. really, really campy and cool. Yeah. And it's a very different show than the last three seasons of musicals that Oompa has seen too. Because yeah. Godspell, even though it was very tightly scripted and choreographed, like it, it's kind of a loosey-goosey feeling kind of show. Spamalot had a lot of elements of improv and then Spelling Bee obviously was like... Very improvisational and, you know, whereas this is like, you know, it's like a legit musical. You know? <laughs> I'm like, no, I mean, yeah, I know you, I when know I you say mean, legit, I don't mean legitimate. I mean, like a legit like, you know, it's it's very serious and it's just well, a different kind of feeling. There are large ensemble numbers, yeah. big feelings um, and a very diverse casting. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing we w- wanted to look for for a show was... How do we get all age groups? Yeah. You know, how do we get the 70 year olds that are great on stage that have been kind of not um, represented well excluded? But yeah, yeah, the last couple shows have not given really a chance for that age group or those performers. And yeah. I'm just I'm very excited for that to do, not change, but just to happen. And uh, yeah, as old as people of Scott's age 
I mean, we have roles for them. 30? So, yeah. If you're 30, right. if you you're can 30. audition right. for Jekyll and Hyde. The mustache added 25 <laughs> years. <laughs> but yeah, no, very exciting. And also it was announced that there's another show going on that... There's a couple of shows. Oh, Aaron is Yeah, but produce. Aaron is involved in one Aaron, of them. Aaron yeah. is producing that show. I, I am. I'm, we're, we're produ- I'm producing uh, Misery. And I'm going to jump King. into Aaron's role and try to do some tech. Oh, what really? are you going to do? I'm going to do the tech, hopefully. All of the tech? I, well, well, wow, you know, look at you. I volunteered. I figured that's the best place to learn is from Aaron and from Norm. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. They are the gurus of the tech. They're the guys that know it. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's oh. spread that knowledge. Cool. Yeah. And, no, it's, and hearing your story of producing is like, oh... What did I get myself into? Okay, here's the thing but. about producing. I think that you are made to be a producer. I agree. Because yeah, yep. you share a similar drive to me, which I love producing, in that your primary directive is to see a show succeed. That's what you want. Yeah. And if that's yep. your primary directive, then you're going to be golden. And you yes. you were like, you were producing in Spelling Bee. You were producing... You were helping tech. You were mm-hmm. you were acting. You were you were helping. You were helping out in different roles. You you freaking swept the stage again as usual. Yeah, and, and you did and some of that was, during spam a lot too. Yeah. Like you're yeah. already golden. Yeah, it's yeah. just going to be like the mailings and the stupid tedious things that you might struggle with, but for sure you're going to kill it. You'll be fine. No, I'm 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 excited. You have that supporting role attitude. It's it's so funny not not to put you down at all, but <laughs> no, you're not a leading man. You're just no, no, a supporting no, 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 role. No, no. You are absolutely. You're both. <laughs> no, it's so, you're it's, both. It's but so you, funny when you are so supportive. When when I'm back, like when I'm like running lights or sound or whatever, and I'm looking up at the like the people performing, I'm like, man, they look like they're having so much fun. Like they're maybe I should do that. And now you know that it's not fun. And then, and then I'm up on stage looking at like Kristen, and I'm just like, they're they're in Spamala. I was just like, man, she's got like the proudest look on her face. I kind of wish I was her. Were you thinking that during Spelling Bee too? Because that was a whole well, extra she, level of stress. Well, she, she was up there with us. Well, so right, I, I couldn't look at her. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But yeah, it was just like, you know, I was looking at like Jeremy running lights. I'm like, man, he looks like he's having a blast back mm-hmm. there. Kind of Shout like, out to Jeremy, friend of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And awesome tech guru. Yeah. No, he's, he was fantastic. Um, I threw a lot at him. I felt bad because I was just like, I want this show to be really great. So I want, I'm going to bring like a giant soundboard that he has no idea how to use. Here, run this. And what's the, what's, I'd like change the lights on him like three times. I was like, well, he didn't sign up to run sound either. So no. the fact that we ended up in sound cues, having microphones and sound cues and all this stuff, like he just wanted to do lights. Yeah. So, no, he, he was the champ for sure. I also think too. He uh, what was hilarious is that the first time we had a rehearsal with lighting and sound and all that, he uh, he wanted me to be back there to help mm-hmm. him yeah. with the mute button and a couple of things he just didn't know. And uh, I I don't know what I did, but I found myself doing something else producer wise. And I walk up to him at the end. I was like, Yeah. So did you make it okay? He's like, Oh yeah, that was easy. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, no. he's been he's been doing that since high school. He said, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But he, I feel like as a like tech guy, he went above and beyond. He was at so many rehearsals, yeah, oh, yeah. and yeah, he was with us. You know. Well, I'm very excited to give him a uh, a rather upsized role for for Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, he's going to be playing Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he, he in fact plays all the male roles oh, cool. on stage. And the female roles too, right? Some of them? One of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, but he, he did a great job. I'm super excited to for have him do more shows with us. So. Yeah. And we also have a, a clue coming up. Clue. Uh, and, uh, yeah. this, uh, this spring. The play, not the musical. Yeah. Um, which clue on stage. There, is there a musical of Clue? There is. Yeah. Which is just yes. Clue. Yeah, yeah. just clue. No, the musical is Clue the musical, and then the play is Clue on stage. Yeah, but they don't ever put the musical yeah, behind the logo yes, when it Clue. Do. Yes, they do. They don't. They do. Clue on stage is for the play, and Clue is trivia for the musical. Clue the musical. I don't know why it's Clue is because what the board game and the movie are both. This clue. is the ASMR segment of the oh, show. Okay. Scott, you should clink your ice in your you glass. You slowly clink the ice in your glass. Thank you. Scott, you are going to help me out in a uh, passion project next year, yes. too. Yes, I'm pretty excited about that. So for the last couple of years, I really wanted to do some type of like Halloween scary play in the park where, you know, just where and I had envisioned the idea of like um, <laughs> I first pictured it as a flash mob Halloween play where you have a bunch of people in like a park and all of a sudden like a play just starts happening. That's right. I vision for it at first. Obviously that's hard to do. Hard yeah, to plan it, an audience. It, yeah. It's hard to get people to a square without, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, go stand in the cold. Yeah, just go stand randomly. There. Just <laughs> see what happens. So it kind of <laughs> turned into something different, but ultimately I have kind of wrote this Halloween play with, um, stories that are public domain, right? They're, they're free. They're urban legend. They, and, uh, using some local tales and some big urban legend and and yeah it's gonna be a small silent cast is bigfoot involved it's not Mm. no wow well he's real so Mm -hmm. well he's still an urban legend no but he's real well yeah but i'm just saying like it's still considered an urban legend all right fine i'm an urban legend i'll add bigfoot to it last minute sure We're adding Bigfoot, Scott. Oh, sweet. thank you. All right, I'm down with it. So, what is it? Is is it like a narrator is kind of, and then the people are silently acting it out? Exactly. Cool. Yeah. And uh, he's gonna or she, the narrator, will share the, some three stories. We're gonna have, ironically, it started out with Jekyll and Hyde. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it goes to well, it starts out with Telltale Heart, which is a great. I love that story mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. And uh, it moves into Jekyll and Hyde. And then Mr. Jekyll and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, excuse me. And then finally is the story. It's a main urban legend of the lighthouse keeper and his wife, Mm. which is a cool story. Essentially, he buys his wife a piano and it comes with one song. And he ordered more songs for her, but it was a very, very stormy season. And the songs weren't able to be shipped to the lighthouse because it was on a rock, kind of a little island off Mm -hmm. the coast of Maine. And she played the song over and over and over again, and it drove him crazy, and he killed her. Yeah. And now, very lighthouse sweet. keepers still hear the song mm. played in the lighthouse. Wow. So it's, it's going to be fun. 
Um, she's going to have a couple outdoor events. Hopefully, maybe a couple uh, at 290, and 290 is sponsoring it. So we are doing kind of like a split fundraiser. Uh, half of the funds are going to our scholarship for our friend Jasper Haraki that passed mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Um, and half of it is going to underwriting the pit for Jekyll and Hyde. Perfect. So, right. And 290 sponsoring the whole thing. So, Thank you, Ryan. Wait. Yeah. We, yeah, Ryan, friend of the couple, podcast. Ryan Ritchie, yes. And we hope to do a couple of shows possibly at uh, McLaughlin Garden as well. Yeah, so it's going to be hopefully two Just outdoor events are- and uh, at a garden and then two at 290. Um, so we'll see as great, it goes. Yeah. Great space over there in the barn or in the garden yeah. itself. So, uh, that so we'll, really we'll see. To it. But either way, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, I, th- and, uh, I think the Halloween theme thing has yeah, been something cool. that has not been tapped into around that's here true. and i think that's it's cool. something we need to do and mm-hmm. I, i'm excited to be a part of it yeah I'm, no I'm, I'm stoked that you were yeah. so quick to jump on it with me so i wonder uh, if you guys could do it uh because they do like the trick-or-treat main street uh, uh on like the friday before oh yeah oh we be- could have something involved with that that's not a bad idea mm-hmm. Maybe something even, to help advertise it. Even if Oompa just had a table and yeah. gave out some yeah. candy and brochures and right. said, right. hey, this hey, is a thing. You're going to come see us tonight, mm-hmm. possibly later tonight. Or Ideas. Tomorrow. It will be Ooh, an like interesting this. challenge because if you've done your math, you'll realize that we're doing that passion project while while doing a full-on musical but uh i have some plans in works and uh yeah hopefully uh can pull it off without a hitch so i'm super excited and everyone that i've mentioned it to has been super excited about it so Mm uh i feel like you know not only is it a gift to the community to be able to do something during Halloween, but hopefully we can raise some money for Jasper scholarship as well. Yeah. Nice. We've been able to yeah. do some really cool stuff with that. Yeah. And it's a awesome way to honor his memory. So mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Great. Oh yeah. Music. We are back to the backstairs podcast for our last segment of the episode. <laughs> episode <laughs> one season Two. It's so good to what? hear that. Season oh two man, part. season two. Um, so I got a question, um, John. Mm. Uh, your wife, yeah, um, was in the show. <laughs> Holy crap, was she? I know. Yeah, I. Can, uh, can we can we just like go back to like how it happened? Just because it's a funny story of like it is. Just it's like a blast being there in the right time. And I don't. Thing. I feel like it's her story to tell. However, mm-hmm. my piece of it is essentially you know she was just hanging out at auditions right right and there was just one part of the night where i happened to look at Kristen just as she looked at me and we were both like dang she can do this (laughs) and we went home and it there was just some excitement about the show and again it's her story to tell so yeah it's too good for me to but ultimately she went from being someone who's never been on stage. She she, she prefers the the background being exactly. She likes to be in the pit, and uh, she's she's great in the pit. I mean, she's done like an insane amount of shows. Yeah, right. clarinet, and of course, music directed when we did uh, Godspell, and arguably, I think is probably one of the best music director. Not to slight anyone else, but. 
Um, she did a great job her she first did. time as directing, yeah. and she's gonna kill it with Jekyll and Hyde. So I'm so yeah. excited for her. But yeah, she not only was on stage acting, but she sang. And I know her, right? I, she has been singing Gavin DeGraw since we first got together. <laughs> <laughs> and when she sings a Gavin DeGraw song, it sounds like Gavin DeGraw. Mm-hmm. She has an amazing ear, even though she doesn't use her for her instrument, yeah. that she can emulate that voice tone where she's a little bit lower of a tone and uh, timbre. But yeah, she killed that role. Mm-hmm. That role traditionally is done by a guy. Yeah, and so it's in that range, and she freaking killed it. Mm-hmm. She did. I was so proud of her. Yeah. Uh, the the Nailed crying it. that you had for Aaron. Oh my gosh! When I bet, yeah. yeah. She, Kristen sent me a because I wasn't able to be at rehearsal the first night she did her song on stage, and Kristen sent me a video, and I'm just laying in bed, just just mm-hmm. sobbing of how good it was, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she man, it was it was so it's so it was so cool. It's like just seeing the 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 evolution of her yeah like, just yeah. like being at practice and just like uh, and then like this the confidence that she started just to grow as we were like yeah you know gutting on stage as we were doing like dress rehearsals and then like the final performance mm-hmm. is just like you know this is like her bag she's got right. this and it's well it was also fun watching the mindset evolution because at first she was like i don't really get like why you guys like doing <laughs> yeah. this and then it w- there were a couple moments after the first time that we choreographed a song where she was like oh, that was really fun <laughs> and then after the first like full run through on stage she's like oh, i get it now like it was just it was really fun watching the evolution of her joy yeah. throughout the show yeah we're gonna have to get her on yeah and, her just like, and she know. is such a good singer like <laughs> For someone who never, like she's said so many times, I'm not a singer. She is so a singer. Like she took us yeah. to church every night. And so. she has some amazing stories to tell yeah. from this show too, from being able to talk and sing to her brother one night was yeah. great. Um, the fact that the character of Mitch kind of sits in one place for a majority of the show. So she added her word search book, which became another character. You know, she <laughs> added the candy and the bubble gum and like that added a whole other part to her. And yeah. Oh my gosh. The, I, she just got so many yeah. reactions from mm-hmm. her we, little things. We definitely have to have her on the show because yeah. I think, I think she might've had a thing for Doug Panch. We'll have to I ask d- her. I don't think that's true. Oh. I'm, well, well, I'm just saying, you know, it, uh, we don't know for sure. Yeah. We don't first. know for sure. I think we need to find <laughs> out. We need to go to the source. Mm-hmm. What was mine that If that's bit, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. Are you getting a little jealous? You need to reevaluate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but that's just a <laughs> teaser for Rachel. She's going to be on the show at the podcast at some point and she's got so many stories to tell i can't wait for her to be able to show off so speaking of rachel being on the show yeah at some point i think we're gonna have a lot of great more great people on the show well yeah coming season up two. season two we're just starting here we're gonna have more great guests season yeah. one was friend a lot of friends mm-hmm. a lot of friends we had a lot yes. of friends yep and i feel like that might have been a little easy because sometimes it's... Which was kind of on purpose. Yeah, but but like layups for the most part. Yeah, right? like I mean, softball, you know? Yeah. Not not saying anything bad about softball. No. Like it's, it's, it's and not that tough. we're not friends with who we're planning on having in season two. But right, but we're going to 
get out of our comfort zone, maybe. But I find that we're going to have several redeeming qualities oh. in season two. Redemption. Redemption. It's all about redemption. That in may be those two. parts where we're, that we're a little easy for season one. We're going to show our true colors and, oh, and find yeah. out exactly we're not, we're not gonna take how good we are at this. Two. We're not very good. No. We're not. <laughs> Well, we're, gonna we're going it. to have redeeming <laughs> moments. Maybe not shows, but moments. Yeah. Moments of redemption. Mm-hmm. I think it's moments that time of redemption. Of an episode. I think that's a song. Moments, moments of, of redemption. It's a good band name. It is. Mm. Not yeah. Maybe the BSP band can be called Moments of Redemption. It's true. It's or quest- your first album. That's questionable. Yeah, it is a little questionable. Well. Speaking also, of questionable. We have a questionable gent. Oh, we, ha- we have... Questions. He's questioning because you know we end the show with strike, right? Unless you guys have a better idea, um, leave a comment saying uh, yeah, a better idea. Than <laughs> do, so, do something yeah. different for crying out loud! Get rid of that questionable guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going with the questions until you tell us different. And Aaron, what was the f- your favorite part oh. of Spelling Bee? My it's favorite, not spam a lot anymore. It's spelling bee. <laughs> my my favorite part of uh, spelling bee. Um, I, this, this has a little bit of backstory. Um, we a couple of episodes ago we talked about um, auditions and stuff like that, like what I said before. And you said no, and I said that I was on the fence, and um, whether I was going to audition or not. Right. And me and Janelle were talking about it. Um, and the the main reason why I, di- I auditioned for the show was because I love the community aspect of doing a show where it's just like you get to hang out with your friends guaranteed three nights a week. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, honestly, like my dream was like if I could just hang out with people 24-7, Janelle would go crazy. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, but I would love it. And um, so it's just like, I, I, I just, I love, you know, the, the camaraderie, the, the, we are all working towards one goal and we love just to hang out and watch Christmas movies after the show or, you know, just like go to Applebee's after a, a practice and hang so out. So many times. And it's, yep. it's just. So many. I, I, that's my favorite part of any show that I've done. Mm. Nice. Aaron's favorite moment. Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> so great uh, answer there, Aaron. Do, do we need to know what your favorite part of the show was, John? I had a favorite part. Did you? You had I a think favorite we should part. Just okay. go around the room. Oh, no. What we'll was your favorite part? My favorite part. John, you mentioned it a little earlier, was that I got to be on stage with my dad. Yeah. He was um, was one of four audience volunteers on opening night. And I had texted him like the week or two before. And I was like, hey, we're looking for audience volunteers. Would you be willing to come up on stage and he's always kind of joked that he was going to audition for a show with me. We've always kind of wanted to do it, but you know, his schedule just doesn't allow it. And I don't know if he would even want to do like a full show, but it kind of felt like 
such a special thing to be up there with my dad and um he was such a menace on the stage he was like poking me and he kept pulling my hair and like whispering things in my ear and just like trying to get me to break character and it was so hard because it was opening night and we had all the nervous energy anyway and then he's behind me like tugging on my hair and stuff all out of good fun of course and then you know the other three audience volunteers through a series of unfortunate <laughs> circumstances either self-eliminated because they didn't want to be up there anymore or they just like did not comply and ended up being eliminated way before they were supposed to be it. seriously though and you know it's it's nothing you know who you are that's the nature of improv right but you know he capital s u c k oh my gosh he rallied and he you know was he had good grace about it and he was a good sport and he ended up having like a little solo dance moment on the stage <laughs> and he spelled several words right and i was just so proud yeah. that yeah. i got to share that with my dad Scott, so. didn't great. he even spell a word that you had <laughs> you had thrown at him to get wrong right like that was the right. and he nailed it <laughs> <laughs> well, so, technically, kind technically, of, kind of, sort of, of kind of, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was in command of the words. So, mm -hmm. you know, you spelled it correctly when I said you spelled mm -hmm. it correctly. <laughs> yeah, he so. le he leaned in and whispered in my ear. I definitely didn't spell that right. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> but he stayed anyway, so. <laughs> yeah. Kind of needed him to stay. Yeah, otherwise we would have missed half the show. The only one left. <laughs> yeah, so he kind of saved it by being a good sport. And yeah. for that, I am very thankful. That's awesome. Yeah, that's fun. No, that's that's special. That's something you never forget. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Johnny Boy? Cool. Yes. My favorite part was a very unorthodox part of the show. Um, but Camden, who played mm. our... Uh, Chip Tolentino. Yeah. He had a part in his solo where he walks through the audience singing with a box of candy from the P, you know PTAs, having mm -hmm. him sell candy and snacks. And uh, he, the first couple of <laughs> shows, he was full on chucking candy at people. <laughs> And I watched him take a box of like a like a movie theater box of uh, oh my gosh a terrible Raisinets. candy no it wasn't raisinets no. it was the blue boxes um, the goobers goobers <laughs> which who wants a Nobody. box of goobers snow, right? snow caps I love snow caps don't dip no, snow caps I, I like goobers but it's he the took one I don't of those like. boxes of goobers and hit. If, if somebody that is a Oompa veteran <laughs> right in the chest, I mean, full on smack. And, and the reaction, of course, I can't see her face because I was in the tech room. Was but her? Oh, no. Her reaction, you could see the whole body like, ooh. Uh. And he just went on to do the rest of the. So Kristen, the director the next night was like, hey, so maybe not. Uh, Chuck candy mm. at people. <laughs> oh my gosh! And uh, yeah, no, that was that was a great moment. Yeah, I mean, he was just so into the character, I guess <laughs> that he, yeah, but I mean, took it right to the chest. Yeah, those so. boxes, they, they hit hurt. you right. Oh, yeah. That can hurt. Yeah, 
So that was probably my favorite. Yeah, I'm sure that unorthodox was. moment of the show, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it was a blast to watch all of you do. I your didn't. Thing, I didn't get to see any of that. That's I've the already only talked time about I'm off stage. How special that was. So yeah. yeah. Did you did you already say your favorite? You didn't say your favorite. Uh-uh. He did. Okay, what's your favorite, Scott? My favorite moment in the show was unscripted. Hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> <laughs> you had so many moments in the show that were my favorite that. moment of the show was when I finally lost it and, and couldn't keep control in Marcy Parks song. Uh, I speak I six speak, languages. St- I speak six languages. She paints a beautiful picture. And in the final final run. <laughs> they pull she paints a picture of Doug Panch. <laughs> I just loved Which, that you and Kristen both tried to prank each other in that moment. Exactly. That was that was the thing because I was prepared for them to pull out the Pinocchio picture of Kristen. I thought that's what was happening. You know, I was just ready to go. And, and so mm-hmm. when the pants picture came out. <laughs> the table re- yeah. was reserved. Oh, man. Well, that was and to just, give a little bit of background perfect. to it, the, the you talk about the Pinocchio photo. That's been several different shows now with Upa that it's it's poked fun at a picture, a childhood picture of yeah, Kristen in, in, in costume. Mm. So yeah. it's come up several times. Yeah. And then, of course, typically it's on a piece of canvas that Carriana paints, but Kristen had the night before done a very decent um, black and white drawing, drawing yeah. slash painting of of Douglas Panch, which was really yeah. it was really really good. Yeah. yeah, I mean you knew who it was as soon as it turned yeah. around. Well, so. the issue was that I was the one that was responsible. You both had come to me separately saying <laughs> I want to prank this person, yeah. and here's what I want you to do because I was the one that had to carry the canvas. Yeah. And so in that moment, I knew that you were expecting me to grab a picture frame, and she was expecting me to grab a canvas. So I like grabbed both, and I had to decide. I felt like I was, <laughs> I felt like I was in like in a child in the middle of like divorce proceedings <laughs> with my parents. And I was like, do I want to live with dad as, or live with mom? I don't know. Olive. So <laughs> e- e- yeah. you go even deeper there yeah. being olive for real. So like the, I, I think I chose correctly in yes. surprising you, 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 but like, well, what's funny is that at the pod, at the uh, cast party, of course I wasn't there the last performance. I didn't mm-hmm. want to, I was just come off a week of the flu and I congratulated you on, choosing correctly do you remember what you told me no because i didn't know what you had done after the fact with the the, the bows or the oh, before the yeah. bows <laughs> so you picked Kristen's side with scott's photo but then yeah so rachel is supposed to take the trophy from zach who <laughs> won the spelling bee and spoiler we, alert spoiler sorry uh we pass <laughs> we pass the trophy along you can cut that out let's Okay. Rachel takes the trophy Why from is that a spoiler already happened. Rachel takes yeah. the trophy from the winner and we pass the trophy down the line of all the cast. And I was like, No, no, Rachel, <laughs> you put that down. <laughs> and I had her pass down the Pinocchio picture instead and it landed with Kristen. And it was perfect. <laughs> it was That was perfect because yeah. that's what I wanted afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I congratulated you with picking the right side, and then I learned that you were a double agent the whole time. He was a double agent, <laughs> but, and I yeah. I loved it because it worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do got to say because I couldn't stop laughing. 
And, I, <laughs> and I'm trying to continue after that was going on with a straight face, trying to continue my panchness. Oh, my gosh. And, and that was the only night that I made sure to freeze and watch you guys do I love you mm. so I could get out of the laughter. Oh, that's a good call. It's a very good call. <laughs> I had to stop laughing. So I figured I'm going to watch mm-hmm. the I love you song so I could get out of the laughter. There, there were so many moments, not to drag on this question even longer, um, but there were so many moments that you had between you and Kristen because you were <laughs> oh in love my with lord but like just you in general but like you were reaching <laughs> over and plucking her hair and just like sticking it in your pocket random. the straw in the in the flask <laughs> the <laughs> juice box straw in the flask got me and then your argument with your hand when you like go to put your arm around her and then you're like no 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 don't do it like I, it killed me <laughs> there it was I didn't break character very often, but when I did, it was because you were doing something so... What got me is the uh, the poster right behind you with your face on it. The mock-up I did for Jekyll and Hyde. The Jekyll and Hyde poster. <laughs> there were several times where you had a reaction like that, and the poster is making the same. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. You have a second question there for us, questionable one? Well, I guess we... We asked what we loved the most. I mean, what was the most painful part of? Mm. Well, Aaron. Well, for me, um, the first Saturday performance um, during one song, the the second song of the show, I do this thing where um, the song's called Pandemonium, and we're just like being kids, being very, you know, unruly pandemonious um so i at the end of the song i jump off the stage and i run across the stage or the front of the stage on the ground and then i jump and slide onto the stage the night before i i did it and i tickled your feet with my feet scott (laughs) yep i remember and i was thinking that was a lot of fun i'm gonna try to do that a little (laughs) bit more just a little bit more and so i i run and I'm going a little bit faster just so I can make it to you. And I jump just a hair later than I normally did. And I, I jumped and I and I jumped like this. But I jumped and I my knee nailed the stairs to get onto the stage. With the corner of the right stage. Right on the corner of the, oh, yeah. the stairs. And knocked the stairs over like five inches and they were, they're not light stairs. No. no. And I, was, like, I get up and I'm like, I think I'm all right. And I take one step and I was just like, dang it. And I'm like limping. Bleeding <laughs> through your pants. Bleeding through my pants. It was, my knee still hurts like mm-hmm. to this day if like it's cold out. Like it's like, oh, <laughs> my knee still, still yeah. hurts. It was terrible. And then I, and then I'm like, I have a whole show ahead of me, literally like a whole. So like yeah. the next like moment where I had to get up, I like look behind the stage and I look at Mary Ellen, who's uh, stage managing. And I'm just like, I need Advil now. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know why, but I'm okay. I was like, it's just a Advil. It was, it was so painful. And then I'm like, every time I'm on stage, I'm like, all right, I don't have a limp. I have a limp but I don't have a limp. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, 
pretending that it, it doesn't hurt. Oh, that was that was a rough show mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But you made it through with I'll, some minor alterations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was, a lot. A lot of people like said that it was like a it was a great performance, and I was mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> it wasn't by me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I later on in the show. I go back down the stairs to help audience members who get eliminated. And um, I like sing to them in the audience. And I, before that, I'm like, I can't walk down these stairs. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, Janelle, Janelle, shh, shh, Janelle, can you, can you do it for me? <laughs> so your wife picked up the slack is yes. what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Very good. So. What was the most painful for you, Janelle? Oh, man. Uh, was it that first Saturday or Friday? One uh, one night, the first week. Um, show started out fine. And it, we were just having freak weather, you know, for November. And it was like a 70 oh, right. degree day. And Saturday, I think. Yeah. so it got so hot that mm. we were all... We, melting melting on yeah. the stage and that never happens at the grange usually we're freezing <laughs> not in november you know and um you know it got to the point where one girl was like seeing stars um when she had to do her dance and then um you know i downed an entire bottle of water after the i love you song and i still felt like i had nothing left and then i started having chest pains and feeling faint <laughs> and i was like I'm not going to make it to the end of the show. Like I'm going, this is where I die. Like that's literally how terrible it felt. And the whole audience, they stopped laughing after a certain point, not because they weren't loving the show, but because they were like, they were, <gasps> yeah, they were so <gasps> hot. It was so insanely hot. It was. Show, and it was in the middle of yeah. November. Yeah. And Zach is, crazy. Zach is physically melting. Like he, yeah, he's he, just he, droplets. And like I, anybody who made it, you know, Camden might not have been melting, but pretty much everybody else out there was yeah. felt like we were going to yeah. die. I'm so, sitting there. Yeah. I Just did sitting. not sweat whatsoever for for this show, except for that show. It was exhausting and horrible and after the show ended i just like i collapsed like i had nothing left to give yeah. it was it was terrible so i don't often feel that way yeah yeah that i think was, that was that Sunday's was crazy it was, no, no it was it was, it was a night it was saturday, I it was night. saturday night i think it was the same night that you cracked your knee yeah oh, wow. yeah yeah it was just a bad night it was a bad night and it was crazy and the yeah. only so my painful memory is the exact same thing but from the producer perspective mm-hmm. perspective of it i uh I was in the tech room and I could see people waving their programs. Didn't really think yeah. much of it. I just, that's a thing that happens in that. Didn't think anything mm-hmm. of it. And at the end of the show, I go to open the doors every night and the wave of heat that hit me. I mean, it was, I, I can't even explain it. Yeah. I, you could feel the humidity. You could feel it. The, it just, it hit me like a wave and people coming out. I mean, they were drenched. The audience members. Yeah. And I remember going downstairs and saw, you know, Rachel's hall and, and I said, you know, where's Janelle? And Aaron said, she's in the kitchen. So I came around the corner and you're on the floor mm-hmm. yeah. and your, your face is just 
bleach white. Oh yeah. I mean, you you could just you it looked like you were in physical pain, and mm-hmm. it just it just hurt so much to be like that that just happened. But it was so it was such a freak thing. It I mean, really was. And guess what? The next day. Fine. It was 40 degrees out. It was yeah. November. We had a snow squall. I mean, it was yeah. it was the That's weirdest right. thing. Um, but yeah, That's, that was, yeah, as a producer perspective, that was really, really tough to know. Yeah. That, it was like, crazy. Yeah. You all had to go through that. And yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that was pretty stressful. And also thinking too of like, um, you know, a couple of people had gone home because of how upset they were and just mm-hmm. how do I fix this? How do I solve this? And, yeah. mm-hmm. and thankfully everyone was you know, really good the next day and was able to just kind of put on a brave face, but yeah. that was tough. Yeah. And you yeah. guys killed it. So, yeah. yeah. I, I can't say I had a real painful part of the show other than being patch. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was joyful and like painful at the same time, mm. I guess. I don't yeah. know. It was, you know, I, I enjoyed, you know, I'd love doing this and be, being a part of this group and yeah. being a part of this community. But it was painful being pain. Looking to have, have to was, look in the mirror every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Having to, God, that stinking mustache drove me nuts. It looked great. It, you know. it, you it looked. <laughs> And but it was it I was I don't know this is a compliment but I think you lost like ten pounds in shaving and cutting your hair yeah <laughs> I hope so your face got slimmer I mean Doug yeah. Dougie as we fondly call him in my house D- Dougie Dougie oh I, hadn't mm. heard that. I didn't know it was Dougie you know oh Doug uh-huh. good yeah yeah so is that that's what the wife is saying when you went in her sleep at night. Panchy panch. Oh, panchy mm. panch. You're, you're still on our fridge, so yeah. I'm on my fridge too. So. I just I just realized that the there's a that hangover song about Doug. Doug, Doug. Oh, That's all we Doug. can sing because the rest is redacted. Doug, no. Doug, Doug. And if he's been murdered by Kristen, redacted, redacted. Then we're redacted. So. uh we got some more questions. Scott, do you have a questionable what, question for us? I don't know if I got a question. Do we have a question? Yeah, something hey, about then question? season two. I mean, season two. Yeah, season two. What are we going to do with season two? Mm. What do you want to do with season two, Aaron? Oh, Rhyme. Man. I, I have a lot of hopes for season two. Um, as, as as we talked about, like we have we have some video. Hopefully, this gets better. Um, I, I I have some I have some high hopes that uh that uh that we we do our show the next level mm-hmm. you know we're we're nice. we're progressing in the our seasons but I want to progress how we do our show make it more streamlined make it more entertaining for everybody else I'm uh I'm excited for season two we'll see what we can do yeah. nice. Um, so on that note, if you uh, if you want to help support our endeavors, uh, um, you can s- mail out checks to. Um, uh, I, I, we could start, do not give out our address. We, I mean, we could we could start like a, a bank account. Like we so, if you want start a post office box. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to send us money, um, if that's something you want to do, let us know, and we'll set it up for you to do that. Could probably make a Venmo. Yeah, if you guys want to Venmo us money, um, <laughs> we're gonna set that up. We'll, we'll tell you up. how to do that, and that that would be uh, just to help us, you know, get some cameras, some lighting. Maybe we'll go to a table. I don't know. 
Well, give us give if you have any ideas for us. Mm-hmm. I want to green one of these things. We can I think that we have right one of those. Never mind. I don't need any of your money. Yeah. Wow. And those are well, like, I guess we're good. They're like 10 cents a piece. So if you want to make a donation to the podcast, uh, they're uh, 10 cents a piece. We can get different <laughs> foam covers for our microphones. Yeah, I miss if my If I had one. 10 cents for everybody that needed support. one of these things. Yeah, everybody who's listened gave us 10 cents. <laughs> we'd have a whole dollar. <laughs> I think we'd probably have like 10 bucks. Wow. Wow. So... Janelle, what do you want to see from season oh, two? Oh, man. Um, more of you guys. Um, uh, I'm excited to see the podcast kind of make its way through the winter months. I feel like you guys had a pretty short go of it the first time around. And like to maybe take it through the year, I think is going to yep. yield some interesting fruit. Um, I'm excited for maybe some new, fun, fresh segments, um, new ways to connect with the audience that maybe we hadn't been. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Johnny boy. Uh, when, what, oh man, what is there to not be excited about? This could be a joke, but it's no time for a joke. This is a serious matter. This is not a laughing matter, Aaron. Oh, I wasn't laughing. No, okay. <laughs> I'm just used to people laughing at me. I'm sorry. All right, now I'm laughing. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for season three. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're and just skipping right over season two. Yeah, season two is going to suck, but season three... <laughs> season three, three we're going to nail it. So season one, I fell not in love with my radio voice, if you would, but I'm okay with my voice now, mm. right? I I can listen to my own voice and be like, I want to listen to more of that guy. You're okay, okay with that. First couple episodes were terrible. I'm like, oh, oh man, your freaking teeth get in the way, bro. What the hell? The hell um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I edited myself. For the, Redacted. Know, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but no, I'm excited for season three. I'm excited to see how this sets us up for what we want to do in the future, what that means for getting more stories out of our community, mm. finding new theater communities to get stories out of, uh, and just giving people the opportunity to fall in love with their own voice. Mm-hmm. Right. Awesome. I think I'm excited for that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what that brings. Yeah, I'm looking forward to new guests. Yeah. Because yeah. I know we're going to have some outstanding guests. Yeah, and uh, and just having more fun, Brad Pitt. With, well, you never no, no, know. No, that's season three. I just went over that. Okay. Oh, well, you never know. We mm-hmm. could get him here, end of season two, but probably more probably likely not. season three will be Brad Pitt. He's timeless. But you know, George Clooney. That's season, possible. Season three as well. It's possible. This is possible. Like nothing is impossible. Right. Right. Nothing is impossible if you believe. So, you know, we'll we're going to have some fun. We'll just pay them to do cameos that we'll put on our <laughs> podcast. We're, we're going to have some fun. What, what's that app where you can get the you can cameo? Cameo. It's literally what John just said. You know what? It doesn't matter who says the joke. It matters who says it the loudest. So cameo. Aaron wins. No, I've gotten many jokes over being the loudest one. Not the first one. You know, Whatever. Aaron's looking forward to you talking over John. I'm, I'm looking forward to you cutting this part out. <laughs> Especially the part where I spiked it and got really loud. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, it, so that's that's three questions we can 
end there. We can ask a couple more questions. We've gone on a long time. Scott, I have a question for you. All right. You have asked every guest and people on the street and all of us, what does community mean to you? That is was kind of like the theme for season one. Yep. What is your question going to be for season two? What do you feel? What is, how does you clearly have learned something with that question or else you wouldn't have asked it to everyone under the sun? Well, we have learned what community means to people and it, it, and it varies, but I think it means to most people that it's, it's a group of people getting together for a common goal and a common, um, yeah, yeah. Common goal to, to strive for something to reach for, to be, you know, better as a, as a, as a, town as a as a group as a whole as yeah. uh, for us as in our community theater to be you know to put on the best show we possibly can um and and we try as hard as we can so when people try they you know sometimes fail mm. you know you don't always attain greatness yeah but you learn something from that and perhaps you redeem yourself. So maybe just maybe Maybe. we learn a little bit about redemption in season two. Like red Dawn redemption. (laughs) Maybe. Well, the second game, the first game was terrible. Second. I've never played it either. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> Neither have I. Just but redemption. What is redemption? What does it mean to have redemption? To be redeemed? All of those terrible jokes from season one that I wish I could have taken back. But all the pearls that I left as well. I'm gonna redeem myself this season. You're gonna redeem me. My jokes are gonna be better. Yeah. That's how that's how John's going to redeem himself. Yep, is to have better jokes, and I appreciate that. Thanks, yeah, bud. I think we all agree that that's going to be better. I, yeah. Yes, Aaron, I just redacted your comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm just going to drop. This he doesn't pearl. need any word. My goal for this next season boop, is to be tied up in a bed in the misery play. Oh, oh, so you're auditioning? I think I'm gonna. Yeah, sweet. I think I'm gonna go like We're full get you throttle and Kelsey into it. back into the bed again. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so fun for that Kelsey would, and I to do that? That'd oh be my really, gosh, that would be. I don't really know funny. if you could get her to come out for a straight show. I don't think she will. I don't know, but it would but be maybe, really. I'm pretty straight. I'm pretty bed. sure her uh, her eggs might be in a basket for uh, later in the season. Yeah, I mean, I know that, but it would still be fun to do. Mm. But yeah, so this has been a good episode, people. I'm excited to see your faces. Your faces so, are beautiful. My faces? Your faces? All of them. Uh, all of my faces. <laughs> my pants face. This, this, is, this is my pants face. This is your face. I'm excited to get season two going again because, you know, yeah. I've missed being here. Should we play some bets on how often we talk about Spelling Bee now? No. Uh, is Spelling Bee now the Lord Voldemort yes. of shows? Yes. Well, Does that mean that we can drop the name Spamalot again? It's going to be kind of fun okay. to have a swear jar. A bee jar. I like. I like that idea. A bee jar. Maybe I'll, like get a roll of quarters for everyone. Put mm-hmm. ten dollars in to start, and right. have to drop a quarter. And at the end of the season, 
We do a season. We uh, we spend on half a microphone. (laughs) 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 We buy we buy some green ones. Anyway, there we go. Uh, This has been the Back Spares podcast. Back Spares, the Back Spares, Back Spares podcast with your host Aaron Schofield, Scott Parsons, and I'm John. And I exist. Merry Christmas. This has been the Backstairs Podcast. Happy Chrysler. Happy Hanukkah. The okay, let me try it again. Podcast. This has been the Backstairs Podcast. The Backstairs Podcast. The Backstairs Podcast. The Backstairs Podcast. <laughs>